0: Well, hello. I am back from vacation. Hilton Head did some uh, college touring, which was interesting for my son and daughter. They're going to be a uh, junior and sophomore in college. So we kind of ad-libbed it and checked out uh, some of those ACC and schools along the East Coast. And that was fun. Finished up at Virginia Tech yesterday, came home. I am refreshed, ready to rock. And a couple things happened while I was gone. And I'm going to address that right off the bat here. Is... Not a big deal, but they signed the first-round pick, Jones. They signed Benton. It used to be when I was a kid. I can remember when it was a big deal when you signed your picks. Now it's just you slot them in over. There you have it. But they also moved on from Anthony Miller, which I'm going to talk about in the second half of the podcast, and added uh, Nick Kwiatkowski. Quitkowski. I still don't say his name, you know, properly. I'm sitting here looking at the exact bio from his when he came out of school. And it's pretty easy one, Matt. You should be you no know, no reservations here. You're, you're, no excuses why you can't say this guy's name correctly. Quitkowski. Well, he's a WVU guy, local ties to some degree. He was actually a safety and wide receiver in high school, turned linebacker. And that's a little bit of a misnomer in that you would think, oh, he must be a phenomenal athlete, like Keanu Neal or one of these, you know, safety turn linebacker types. That's not what Kutkowski is. He's much more a Landon Roberts than he is Ryan Shazier or Kendrell Bell. He's a big body dude that is not at all bashful about throwing it around. At his combine, he was 6'2, so he does have good height, good arm, you know, decent enough arm length. 243. I mean, he put on a lot of good weight at college. Tough guy, leader, all those cliches. You know, I mean, he's a banger. He's a downhill player. He's not a sideline-to-sideline linebacker. Uh, His change of direction is fine, not great. He's physical. I like him. I mean, he's fine. I mean, I think what this tells us more than anything is – you always, I, I told you this before. You know, I wrote an article a week, two weeks, three weeks ago that you have to cut corner places. And I think linebackers where they're cutting corners, you know, that deep down, I think they really are fond and think that they got a dude in Cole Holcomb. And I think he'll be the every down linebacker. And maybe they got him at a little cheaper rate than they would have if he wasn't coming off an injury. But I think he's hitting the right part of his career and frankly, I think the second linebacker, don't even think about a third guy, guys. No one plays, this, you know, three linebackers on the field hardly at all. Is going to be a rotation. I think it's going to be Kwiatkowski battling Roberts for the, the big banger downhill guy next to Holcomb. And I think those guys will leave the field for Muse or maybe Robinson. Robinson's the wild card. Or Neil or somebody like that situationally, you know. So, I think you'll see a lot of snaps of linebackers not named Holcomb. With Holcomb, hopefully, assuming he plays, you know, stays healthy, playing thousand snaps where other guys are all, hey, he chipped in 300, he chipped in 200, he chipped in 500. Maybe they're all placeholders for Robinson. Maybe. I mean, that's wishful thinking. Um, I think Robinson will be highly, highly used in the preseason, see how he handles it. But maybe they're just placeholders waiting on him and they're super optimistic about Robinson. Maybe, you know, but again, that's way putting the cart before the horse, in my opinion, with Robinson. So anyways, back to Kwiatkowski. I didn't think this was true, but he was a Falcon last year and played zero defensive snaps for them. Now. They did put some money in the linebacker position there. So it was a you wouldn't think this, but their linebacker unit is pretty loaded. A Wolakon, Anderson. So they they got dudes. But he did play special teams for them. The year before that, with Vegas, he only played 67 defensive snaps. That was 2021. But previous to that, when healthy, he was a Four to 650 snap guy, 400 to 650 snap guy, mostly with the Bears for the duration of his rookie contract, went to Vegas after that. He's going to be a core special teamer, though. And one of my homework assignments that I'm going to look into is who are we counting on now as the core special teamers? Like Benny Snell was one of those guys. He's gone. You know, like that changes year to year. Seems like there's more change this year than usual. Like, Killabrew is going to be one. Like, who do I know is going to be a core special teamer? I'm almost certain this guy will be. Um, it's fine. You know, I mean, he'll make some big plays. He'll be easy to root for. He doesn't move the needle all that much. But I understand it. I mean, I think that the idea of going and getting a big fish at linebacker probably is gone now. You're going to kind of live with these dudes hope that they make more splash plays than last year's unit that did nothing. But it wouldn't shock me if there's only one answer of all these linebacker options, Holcomb and maybe Robinson, but it's probably a better chance that there's zero. I mean, in terms of the next year or something crazy like that, but they'll be fine. I think the defensive front is good. I think the secondary is good. And I think the linebacking unit is going to be a weakness of the team, but I also think there's a chance, a chance that they think they snuck something past the league and Holcomb, and maybe they have high hopes for Robinson. So we'll see. I want to talk Anthony Miller because that one shocked me, but I started to understand it a little bit more um, on the on the backside of this. Be back in a minute. So I'm sure you guys are aware that it's rare. Not that it was huge money, but as soon as they could, they signed Miller to a contract. So I thought, you know, they like him. I loved watching him. And before he got hurt, I've liked his career. I've talked about Miller to you guys a lot. So I kind of thought he was pretty close to a lock to making the team. I guess I'm wrong. You know, I mean, they've, since then, they've obviously traded for Allen Robinson. They've brought back Boykin. Um, they've had minicamp. And maybe they look at him now and think boy, he's going to have a tough time making this team. Now, I was wrong. I, I didn't, I'm just going to say what I was thinking. I didn't write this or say anything about this. But Miller's had a bit of a strange career, especially with Houston, where he didn't last. And you know, I thought his play on the field was always better than his job security. So deep down, I kind of thought, does he have some issues? Is he not work and play well with others? Do they not want him in the sandbox? And I was wrong. That's not the case at all. I mean, it just reading the tea leaves, I thought maybe that's a possibility with this guy. It's kind of quite the opposite is Austin, who went, they both went to Memphis, greatly looks up to him. Big time locker room guy. I guess while he was injured last year, he still was around the team. Very well respected, hard worker. So they kind of did him a favor and said, we're going to let you go now as opposed to final cuts because you've got a better chance of sticking on somewhere else. And I look at that as you guys know, I can't stand Gunner. Well, that was pretty mean. I don't mean it to that degree. Gunner's not for me, especially on offense. Um, but I think it's somewhat of a feather in his cap, but more so probably Boykin, you know, for that fifth or sixth wide receiver spot. But I also think really what, the, the, what this is telling us is – and they've kind of made this clear with who they've trotted out there is I think they want their slot receiver to be a big bodied guy. Like you're probably going, well, what about Austin? Austin can line up in the slot, but I Austin was like 93% of his snaps at college were outside the numbers. You know, he's not just a slot guy. And I think the Steelers look at him as more of an outside the number speed dude than Welker, Edelman. You know what I mean? Claypool was the slot. Then they go trade for Robinson who's going to be the slot. Could Boykin do some of that? I think so. And where I'm going with this is just Miller doesn't fit the big slot mentality. I mean, they want a 6'3 dude that'll spring guys in the run game, that'll go up and be big in the middle of the field. Middle of the field was an issue for them. So, I think the more prototypical, thicker built, shorter you know, slot guy- just isn't what they're after, you know, and, and that's one of the things I could try to like pride myself on is get in the head of these teams. Why would you cut a decent player that might make your team? But I just don't think that's the, what they're looking for at the position now. You know, I think they were happy to sign him at a cheap deal then and have since added dudes. They like more. So that's my take on Miller. Um, these aren't huge moves, but it was a little surprising reading that whenever they wasn't surprised that they signed a linebacker at all. But I was a little surprised that Miller was the one let go. Um, I mentioned the two draft picks signed. I had to double check this, but I still think they have about 12 million in cap space. So there's moves to be made if needed. They can roll it over to next year. Going to extend Highsmith, I imagine. So team's starting to round into shape. Not a lot of action at the moment, but uh, that's a wrap for today. I will be back over and out.